Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Just like us celebrities have their go-to karaoke songs that they do. Yeah. Uh, for Kanye West, that includes his own songs. Oh, I was just going to ask. Is he singing Gold Digger? <laughs> okay, so Kim Kardashian documented on Instagram on Saturday. Um, they were at a birthday party for a friend. Her husband performed a karaoke rendition of his 2007 hit, Good Life. Okay, that's not doing karaoke. That's just a concert. That's performing. That's yeah. just that's, a concert. Uh, wow. That doesn't count. I, I hate to tell him it doesn't count. <laughs> just like, come on, do something else. Like, are you yeah, that no. insecure that you can't do something other than your own song? Try something else. Yes. Do a Taylor Swift song. That would have really gotten us talking oh, about you. Yes, it would have. Okay, uh, Robert Mendoza is a man who cooked for presidents, A-listers, and international dignitaries, uh, and also Barack Obama. He was Barack Obama's chef. Mm. Now, he was really excited because he won the lottery recently. He won $250,000. You know what he's done? What? He's giving it to homeless people. It's oh, nice. just it's just great. It's called the Chef's Heaven's Kitchen, and uh, that's what he's doing with his lottery winnings. How he already cool. has an organ. It was already established. It's fantastic. It's his organization, and so he's like, "This is great. Now I can help more homeless people." Wow. That's cool. That's good. Good, good people doing good things. Okay, um, there is a list out there, a list of winners from the upcoming uh, 61st Grammy Awards. They were reportedly leaked online. <gasps> oh, what? No. Mm, yeah. Wah, 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 I won't wah, go wah. over all of them, but the list predicts the top awards will be given to Lady Gaga and Cardi B. So I don't okay. think that's too much of a surprise. No. But anyway, this is supposed to be a real leak. So Whoops. there you go. Alexis, are you still going to watch? Yeah, you know it. I know that she you love the I love the combo and the performances, the clothing. Yes. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Okay. On tonight on TV, let's see. We have uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, we also have Riverdale. We have Match Game. And we have The Masked Singer, which will get the biggest ratings. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, it's, it's huge still. Watch, huge. Guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> I have a board. We have a board in our Jason show offices that we can put like X's over the animals as they get deleted. It's <laughs> oh hysterical. I love yeah. It's like a football uh, uh, graph. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. 
That's a lot of dirt. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to the 6 o'clock hour, 6.05 on the dot on this Wednesday, January 30th. Jason and Alexis in the morning right here on my talk and streaming all over the world on our app. Don't forget to download our app right now. It's free. We're a cheap date. Tap that app, guys. Take That's us right. anywhere. Take us anywhere. Take us through the vol- uh, polar vortex today. Yeah. Seriously, be safe out there. Keep those pets safe. Um, it's, you know, a negative almost 30. Yeah. Frostbite can set in in like five minutes. Yes. My car so, wouldn't start. Alexis had to pick me up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Alexis Careful. wouldn't start early, uh, a little bit later. Then we see Alexis got here. We couldn't get Alexis to start. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's hard. Change yeah. my battery. Alexis, we, we, we had to change your battery. <laughs> I was laughing, though, because I'm looking at Ken Barlow's forecast, and yeah. it says 27, you know, negative 27, and then with the wind chill, it feels like 51 below zero. That's just, okay. That's just, <laughs> just reading that. It's like, how do we even know what that feels like? It's like, like oh, you know, 51 below. You know yeah. how that feels. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> Um, we're going to get this out of the way. Uh, uh, the biggest story in entertainment right now it just mm. pisses me off. I've I thought about it all last night. Um, not just because I'm a fan, but uh, a huge fan of his. But it's just gross and disgusting and scary. Very scary um, to me. Uh, and that is Empire star Jussie Smollett mm. attacked in a possible hate crime. David Muir uh, wrapped it up pretty well yesterday, the reporter on ABC. So I'll play this if you haven't heard. Uh, we'll talk about it on their side. Disturbing story developing tonight in Chicago. Authorities there are investigating what they're calling a possible hate crime. The target, the actor from the TV show Empire, Jesse Smollett. He told police he was brutally attacked by two men with covered faces who shouted racial and homophobic slurs. Police say then pouring a chemical on him and putting a rope around his neck. Here's ABC's Steve Osinsami. Police say that actor and singer Jesse Smollett from the popular drama series Empire was attacked around 2 a.m. this morning in this swank corner of downtown Chicago where hotel security cameras are everywhere. He's supposed to be well-known requesting a report and said a noose was placed over the friend's neck. He was in Chicago getting a late-night snack when police say he was approached by two unknown offenders whose faces were covered, yelling out racial and homophobic slurs towards him. Police say they beat him up, poured an unknown chemical over him, and at some point during the incident, wrapped a rope around the actor's neck. In a later interview, he told them they were yelling MAGA country as they beat him. Millette plays a gay man in his TV series. In real life, he came out publicly on Ellen DeGeneres' talk show. It was really important to me to make sure that it got across that there is no closet. There's never been a closet that I've been in. Authorities believe this may be a hate crime and are looking into a letter delivered a week and a half ago threatening the actor's life. Oh on gosh. Monday, the actor was on social media inadvertently sharing his flight schedule, saying he was traveling to hashtag Chicago. Hold your head up, Jesse. I'm with you. I'll be there in a minute. The actor's director and series creator Lee Daniels, a gay black man himself, got emotional speaking online today. You didn't deserve nor anybody deserves to have a noose put around your neck. No. To have bleach thrown on you. 
to be called die or whatever they said to you. So let's get to Steve Osamsami with us live tonight. I know Steve authorities are really hoping those cameras in the area picked up something. They are combing through all the surveillance tonight. That's right, David. Investigators are canvassing nearby businesses. There's a hotel, a steakhouse nearby, hoping that their security cameras captured something that might be helpful. Yeah, because Empire, if you guys don't know, shoots uh, a lot uh, in Chicago. Oh. Uh, a big bulk of the season and they're right i know that neighborhood i know where jesse was jesse was and uh there are a lot of restaurants in that kind of corner so and there are cameras everywhere in chicago so uh, i don't know gosh i hope they catch these guys i mean and they sent a letter Apparently, I mean, they're thinking it's connected, like threatening his life. That's just... I like the other thing. This is a possible hate crime. Let's call it for what it is. A possible it's, hate crime. It's a crime. hate crime. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Mm. Yeah, the letter was... Uh, it looked like something from a TV show. It 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 was uh, cut out. The letters were cut out of magazines. It was addressed to Jussie mm. at the production offices of Empire, uh, basically threatening him. And then this happened. So it, it, it looks like he was targeted. And, you know, if you're in Chicago, it is well known that Empire shoots on location. They're there a lot. The cast and crew is there a lot. So if these if these monsters were targeting him, mm-hmm. not just Jesse's uh, social, you heard uh, Jesse revealed on social media, he was flying back to Chicago. It is not that hard to find the crews. You know, the locations are kind of the same. So these idiots can find these actors. Um, Zachary Quinto, a gay man himself, actor, Spock, you guys know who he is. He wrote on social media, he's a friend of Jesse, and I think he summed up perfectly how I think I know how I'm feeling this morning and a lot of feeling. Let me just read this. Um, I had the privilege of acting with Jesse in a reading of Richard Greenberg's Seminal play, Take Me Out. Uh, Jesse's in it as well. It is a play about the journey of a superstar baseball player as he navigates a path of authenticity and deciding to come out publicly. It explores the impact that decision has on his teammates as they wrestle with uh, constructs of identity in relation to race, masculinity, and spirituality. When, uh, when it was over, I was pondering the impact of this play, which was written 17 years ago. And there was a part of me that actually wondered if it was still relevant in the current Social political climate, considering how far, quote, how far we've come. I love that he put that in quotes. And then I read about what happened to Jesse last night in Chicago, less than 12 hours after we finished the reading. And I was utterly floored on so many levels. He continues, I was absolutely enraged by the injustice and senselessness of such violence. But I was also vividly reminded that we must continue our fight for equality and acceptance at every turn in this country and in this world when talented and courageous young men like Jesse are targeted and struck down in our streets. We must collectively rise up against such hatred and be identified and be proud and be strong in our convictions of truth and self-love and love for one another. It was a gift to meet and work with Jesse yesterday, and I stand with him and all the goodness and talent that he embodies. I'm holding him in my heart as he begins his journey of healing, and I certainly hope that journey begins that brings him back to the play, which is clearly every bit as relevant today, if not more so. 
<coughs> well, hopefully, yes, the the cameras will pick that up and there'll be someone who maybe these guys bragged about it and that police will, you know, be notified. But it, it is very it is true. You know, there's it's still it's it's alive and well, whether it, fill in the isms <laughs> before that. Well, it's it's especially alive and well, you know, for LGBTQ uh, people of color, people of color, yep, um, and just the community at large. Uh, hate crimes like this are up in numbers and severity. Yeah, uh, in the last two or three years, not just in in numbers, and and it's quite a jump, um, but also the severity of these attacks. And uh, it, it, it's just that's why I love that line of you know we we must stand up and be identified because it's just yeah, yeah. I, I believe me I, I I luckily nothing has happened to me but Alexis knows um, I, I have received letters like that mm-hmm. um, I received a letter earlier this year during that really or well, I'm still thinking it's 2018 <laughs> last, um, yeah. last winter into the spring from an 18 year old who on uh, sent a Facebook message that was just pictures of all of his guns that he, he was sending me pictures of his guns. And he said that he knows where Colin and I hang out in Anoka and he was going to find us. Ugh. And then five, and this kid was like 18, like 17 or 18 years old. And then years ago, Lex, you remember the one, uh, there was an old older man in Coon, not Coon Rapids, but in White Bear Lake, who wrote handwritten letters to me on yellow uh, legal pads. Remember this, Lex? Yes, I do. And uh, was telling me that he was going to take me in the back of a shed like like he used to do to the fags in Vietnam and have his way with me. And not in a, like, kill me. And the letter was sent to my talk. It was sent to Fox. And uh, securities for both companies had to step in. But so for, you know, like Lex said earlier, for all of you that think this doesn't happen mm. or this doesn't happen here, it, it happens. Believe me, mm-hmm. you would be shy. It's there's not a day. There's not a month that goes by that I don't receive. Uh, even in 2019, there now isn't a month that goes by that I don't receive a homophobic letter. That's that's vile, not just I don't like you, but just disgusting. So it happens, yeah, it, people. It, well, and in big cities, I mean, look, Chicago. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles, it happens all the time. My brother's gay and a person of color. And he some of the things that he has to deal with on a daily basis. Horrible. Just it, no one should have to deal with that. And it's scary, you know, and you would think like Lex, you said, we got to take a break. We're running really late, but. You would think because, you know, you you feel, and I'm sure Jay kind of feels that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You feel because you're in L.A., or yeah, I feel because we're safe. Yeah. Because this is an accepting community. This is a big city. Hey, we're supposed to be, you know, uh, a little more liberal on these social things. But no, no, no. you're it's. Jesse was in a really Jesse was in a great I wouldn't feel I know that area I I, I wouldn't feel unsafe that's an affluent area and there's a lot of different clubs a lot of gay clubs there right yes Mm, not not necessarily right there Lex but I, I wouldn't feel unsafe there yeah so anyway it's just disgusting and I hope they find these I hope they find these people yeah, and for those who that know what happened, we'll step up and yep. and fill in those blanks to, to find be that courageous. person. Yes. 616, we apologize for running late. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. No one of you cares so much for Sue Ellen. She's just like your mother. Another drunken slut who ran away. You slime. You make me sick. Keep out of my way, Pamela, or I'll destroy you. This has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Ewing. Sounds like one of uh, one of our meetings at my talk, actually, right there, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> when Bradley and I played 80s primetime soap opera with each other. Uh, Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk, World of 622. little shorter segment here because we went a little long uh, in the last one. We apologize. Lex, uh, yeah. uh, the Super Bowl stuff. Uh, I'm so glad the Super Bowl isn't. Oh, actually, no, it would be good because it's going to be like 40 degrees this weekend. But anyway, mm-hmm. Super Bowl festivities happening in Atlanta. Yep. And a, and a traditional thing that happens didn't happen. What, yeah. am, what am I talking about? Okay, so there's always a press conference right before the Super Bowl. And Maroon 5, you know, will be headlining for some of the other guests and everything. Um, they are not going to do a press conference ahead of the, the halftime show. And they just announced mm-hmm. that yesterday. And I am 100% for this. Because last year, because, okay, last year I went to the press conference because Justin Timberlake performed and there's nothing to say. All you say is, I have a lot of surprises coming up. We're going to perform. It's going (laughs) to be fun. It's, there's nothing to say. Yeah. I do. I think you're I right. agree. I agree with you. I just love that you are sticking a flag in this yeah. hill, girl. I love this. I read that headline. I'm like, yes. Spare all of the journalists and all of the people that want to show up to this where you, you don't. There's nothing. There's no. nothing. And maybe if they did a meet and greet, maybe for special, you know, had a lottery of, oh, you can meet Maroon 5 before. But they don't even do anything fun like that. It's just there basically to stare at them and take pictures of them. But they're yeah. not saying anything. Not Nothing. Yeah. I mean, maybe inter- interview them afterward. Fine. But beforehand, it's such a waste of time. And saw that and I'm like, yes. Perfect. <clears throat> I love this so much. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, well, and, and let's be clear. A lot of these press conferences are worthless. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not going to glean. 
any infor- any revelatory information from these people and and everyone's basically this is uh, you know not a referendum on the 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 press there but mm-hmm. everybody is basically asking the same questions or Mm-hmm. They're they are trying to have a moment for themselves. You know what I mean? Especially now in this age of Instagram, every reporter is trying to ask not so much a gotcha question, but kind of a look at me question that can, can that can create oh. a viral moment oh, that they yes. can. You know what I mean? That and they can ride and on and on. Yes. You know, ask about your favorite type of kale. No or one they ask, cares. Yeah. No one or, cares. Or they ask, you know, they ask a Tom Brady something ridiculous that they know every sports cast will run. You know yes. what I mean? So you're you're either going to get non-information or you're going to get press members uh, showboating just yes. for the purpose of, you know what I mean? You're, Lex, you're absolutely right. I just love that you're sticking a flag in this. This you makes went my last day. Year, you I went experienced last, it. Yes, and it was so boring. <laughs> and I just felt for all of us because remember it was really cold here too at the same time. But also just, just yeah, it, all of us were like, oh, okay, that's it, great, all right. And you kind of want them to prepare the event. We're already looking forward to the halftime show. You know, what are they going to do? We're already are asking we those questions. All right, you're right. Touche. Are, 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 but I'm just we, saying. Yeah. Travis I mean, Scott. It's good. Oh, Travis Scott. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, it's the yeah. other people, not Maroon 5. I exactly. really don't care about Maroon 5. I want to see it's him. It's the other people. Yeah. <laughs> Six coming up on 626. As we said, a little shorter segment. When we come back, we promise we'll be longer. Uh, and... Don't forget, Dawn is still wearing new underwear. Just in case anyone's wondering, (laughs) Dawn is still wearing new underwear. (laughs) We'll be right back, everybody. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Rosario Dawson has been cast uh, to join the original cast members Emma Stone, Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Abigail Breslin in Zombieland 2. Variety first reported that Zoe Dutch is also on board with the comedy. And original Zombieland director Ruben Fleischer returns to helm following his work on Venom. Also trending, unfortunately, the violent and bigoted assault on Jesse Smollett. An actor on the show Empire in Chicago early Tuesday morning has left the cast and crew of Empire shocked and seeking answers amid a temporary unrelated shutdown on the Fox show. Uh, trending hashtags on Twitter. We have Wednesday Wisdom and Things I Will Do When I Retire. Uh, join Bradley, Alexis, and me for Big Climb Minneapolis, a stair climb event to benefit the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society on Saturday, February 16th. You can sign up now with discount code MYTALK to register for just $10.71. You can option to climb 53 or 105 floors or be a virtual climber. Details at mytalk1071.com, keyword climb. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Time now for Alexis Out of Context. Daddy, what? This has been Alexis Out of Context. Daddy work. Is that what she said? Okay. Daddy work! Yeah, okay, that's right. Tell. Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning on my talk about a seven one everything entertainment six thirty two. So uh, this story came out yesterday, but I we didn't get a chance to talk about it, and uh, and I just I thought of Alexis immediately. I actually thought of Alexis and another friend of mine when this came out, and it uh, this takes place in Australia. You know, Australia is a beautiful, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. I've never been there, but beautiful. 
But as beautiful it is, they also have critters. I mean, they have a lot of critters in in, in Australia. Deadly yes. critters, deadly lizards, uh, deadly jellyfish. And Lex knows everything Ooh. about jellyfish. She used to eat the damn things. But um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, I thought you ate them. Oh no, no that was octopus on octopus, your arm. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. you're right. They have uh, the Tasmanian devil there. They have dingoes. They have wombats. Yeah, it's beautiful, but it's deadly. Yeah. Uh, and and here's further proof that eh, I don't know if I want to move to Australia. Uh, a woman in uh, Brisbane was uh, going potty. Uh oh. And she felt a little bite on her ass. She felt a little, oh, a little. No, is she outside or on a toilet? She's on a turlet. Okay, she's on a turlet. Oh, I, and, I imagine uh, a woman. Dig- she's outside. <laughs> Why did I just imagine somebody just squatting? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Okay. She's, she's on. on her she's own on. Toilet. She's on the turlet. Okay. And uh, and she get. She felt a bite on her on her earth. Oh no. <gasps> the bite. Oh. Are you ready? No. The bite was a five-foot python. Oh, my gosh. That was hiding in her toilet. <laughs> yeah, here oh. she is being interviewed. When I sat down, I felt this really sharp tap on my bottom, um, along with some pain. I thought, holy what was that? But when you've got your knickers and your long pants around your ankles, it's pretty hard to go far. And to be honest, it was like running a three-legged race without a friend. This was a midstream adventure. <laughs> so he waited for me to start going, you know. He didn't appreciate that shower under the full moon. How's oh, the bottom? It's all healed. Yes. It's wonderful. Um, I can't praise her enough for how she handled the entire situation. Um, <laughs> while she may have been a bit frantic at first, even I love snakes, but I don't want one attached to my bum. So <laughs> please look before you leak. <laughs> There are so many great lines in that. First, she called it a midstream adventure. I love that. <laughs> Look before you leak. That's another great one. But the yeah, three like but yeah. race without a friend. Yeah, I mean, oh my goodness. Well, you know what it imme- what it immediately oh, reminds gosh. me of. <clears throat> two things, uh, two stories that we we tell routinely on the show. The first one is uh, dealing with my friend Nun whose uh, real name is Lynn, uh, but we called her nun because she was a nun until she ran away from the convent in the middle of the night uh, down a rope uh, made of sheets. <laughs> and uh, nun was uh, using the facilities one night. She was half asleep, and there was a baby bat that was hanging on the lip of the turlet. <laughs> <laughs> and the the bat shot up between her legs uh, oh because, as you know. Because she get the back got scared because what did she call it? A midstream adventure. That lady in Australia <laughs> called it. And uh, yeah, shot. Can you imagine? You're sitting there on oh, the toilet. No, no. And a bat shoots up between your legs. She's like t- retelling the story, going, oh. "I know you're gonna think I'm bat ass crazy, but, but a this bat- happened." <laughs> Oh, please don't make that oh, sound, that mouth sound. It's horrible, Jason. Oh. Uh, and then the second the second story that it reminds me of is uh, still one of my favorite moments with Alexis oh. at this station. Um, it was back in the day when, when we were all together in the same building. And uh, we went to commercial, and Alexis went to use the facilities. Now, these radio studios are supposed to be soundproof. But they are not because Lex is in the bathroom, and this is what I hear from the radio studio. Okay, I hear, Oh my god, uh, Alexis 
open the door to the women's bathroom, then open the door to the stall. And what did you see, Lex? A wet rat dancing on the toilet seat. <laughs> a, not And not a small rat, right, oh, Lex? No. This was a big one. That cartilage tail was at least a quarter of the toilet bowl seat just sliding around. And it was so happy, probably probably to be alive because it came up through the plumbing. Yeah. And just like, yes, I'm alive and like dancing and just rejoicing. This was and, its moment. Yeah. I interrupted it because we have the... The energy saving lights that turn on, you know, if no one's in there. Yeah. yeah. So when I opened the door, it turned on and it was <clears> dancing and it looked at me and I looked at it and we were like, oh my God. a moment. Do I, am I seeing this? And it's probably like, what is that? And yeah, we had a moment and then I screamed, oh. you're right. And you heard it. And oh my God. You came in and that, you were laughing God, so hard. I already it. have, still do, issues with rats because a giant one ran over my foot in Boston in college, and it was the size of a cat. And that tail, the whole thing. And, and you were wearing flip-flops, wet. right, Lex? And yes. you felt That's what you said. Oh. You, you, you felt the cartilage tail whisk over your naked foot. Oh, and, oh the feel of that. <laughs> God. So then to oh. see this one, and it was wet and happy and <laughs> just. Yeah. Well, oh. and it's not, you know, and the rat, it, it, the rat's presence isn't indicative. It's not a referendum on the cleanliness of the location. No. Because these bad boys, if you guys don't know this, they can shrink themselves. They can crush themselves down. Oh. My my father-in-law said, because he's a plumber, rats can climb through pump plumbing pipes. Yeah, he probably sees a lot of that, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, because oh. they can condense themselves down. Well, and isn't also, that frightening? That is terrifying and also keep in mind this was when the light rail was being installed so there was a whole bunch of other you know they're displaced and needed somewhere warm to go and they picked our building (laughs) dawn what would have happened if you had been the one to walk in there um i mean i'm i'm not as afraid of these kind of things maybe it's because i grew up in the country yeah that's very true yeah i've chopped snakes with with garden hose and you know yeah <laughs> well yours is yours is more in the ocean uh huh yeah you're, yeah if you're... it was like a shark came yeah. out of the or some kind oh. of a yeah a shark a came small, out of the toilet dog yeah, something like that I'd be afraid for sure any kind of sea creature like a I don't know a stingray was in the toilet I'd be like ah get me out of here yeah, yeah. See, we each have our own but ooh. yeah a, a jellyfish. Mm-hmm. A blowfish. Just keep naming fish. Here. <laughs> yeah. Dory and Nemo came out. An eel. Ugh. Oh. Mm. oh. No yeah. way. No I used way. to be afraid. I used to be afraid irrationally as a child of oh. a shark in a pool. Oh, oh me too, Jason. No. I would get out. Yes. I would, get, I would be like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. Yes. <laughs> like, I just what get so you? freaked out in the pool in the deep end. <laughs> I, it's happened even as an adult. I'm like, oh God, I'm feeling panic. And then I have yes. to get out. Just thinking there's a shark in there? Yeah, or oh, something. Yeah. Oh, man. I get, I get worried even in fresh water because, you know, the bull yeah. shark can swim in fresh water. Yeah. So I even get a little freaked Sometimes if I'm swimming like in our in the lake by the cabin, uh, my in-laws cabin, I sometimes get I seize up a little bit with panic. I'm like, oh, there could be a rogue. There could be a rogue shark that went up the Mississippi (laughs) and somehow found its way in this lake. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, It doesn't stop me from going in the ocean, though. I want to live my life. 
Um, but I don't really think I would ever scuba dive. I don't want to. I just think I would pass out down there just from the fear of being submerged and not yeah. being able to see what's just could be right in front of me. That's why I love the I, desert so much. For that, you can see for miles your enemy enemy coming. You know. Yeah. I I did the scuba True. diving once. The I did the snorkeling once, and in Hawaii for our honeymoon. I don't know if I would do it again. I did it all. I did all right. I did enjoy it. But, ooh, child, I don't know if I could do it again because I was a little anxious. Because, like, I, I, I've said the story before. The tour guide, like, right before we get in the water, yeah. he, he said something I never want to hear. He's like, okay, so uh, the Molokani uh, uh, crater's right there. That's where we're going to be swimming. Now, on the other side of the crater, uh, that's where the hammerhead sharks hang out. And I'm like, I, you could have left. You I don't need to know that the hangout... For some damn hammerheads are on the other side of where we're snorkeling. You know what I mean? Because it's not that far of a swim for these bad boys to come over and eat the tourists. So, yeah. True. You know, and then they try to make attack jokes. You're like, oh, well, we haven't had anybody attack since 96. So we're good. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't, you that's know. That's not funny. Oh, that's my gosh. I just, so, I'm so different. I, I snorkel wherever I can. Oh, Remember the black-tipped shark swam under me in the Galapagos. <laughs> Well, that's that I was, would, oh man, that was crazy. And the water was not very clear at all. So to see that, it was <clears> right no, under me. For the, oh for yeah, the yeah. turtles and the. No, no. Oh. I don't need to see no turtles. I'll go to the zoo. <laughs> I know. It was cool. No. 642. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Thanks for being here. Thanks for staying warm with us. I hope you're going to stay warm. Ooh, yes. Try to stay warm. All kidding aside, both cities, uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, they have warming centers. Uh, if you need assistance, for instance, uh, I'm getting ready to read this in the 7 at 7, but uh, one of the warming centers is uh, Union Depot in St. Paul. Um, oh, so, perfect. yeah, the United Way is going to help. So you can call 211 if you need help. Uh, again, I'll, I'll have all of this for you coming up in the in the 7 at 7. But my goodness, uh, stay safe because it's it's really, it's not even a joke. It's really bad. I mean, this, you know, sometimes we joke and we give the weather people a hard time because everything, sometimes everything they say sounds like a Bachelor promo. You know, it's like, this is the most dramatic storm in Minnesota history. <laughs> yes. But I mean... <laughs> But this really, this really is the worst temperatures in about twenty five years. Or what did Iris? What did your? Uh, what did well, Iris say, well, Don? Actually, uh, yeah, I mean, there, it was negative sixty in nineteen ninety six, which that's true. I looked it up. Oh gosh, I love her so much. She's like, this is nothing. It's nothing. She's like, nothing. global warming has made it warm. It was. I've been here for sixty one years from Germany. This is nothing. <laughs> She's like, you can come visit me. So just don't yeah. forget about me. Uh, I'm like, I'm coming. Yeah. God. I don't know if I'll be able to today, though, because yeah. my car wouldn't start this morning. Yeah. So oh, my Alexis goodness. had to pick me up. And I so appreciate that, Alexis. Oh, my. Girl, your your, your car same? started. Your car started. OK, Lex. Yeah. Yes, it okay. did. Uh, okay. We jumped in on Saturday, though. So we had the same problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. my goodness, my uh, I, I'm going to play you something uh, from uh, one of the newscasts, Matt Brickman, who is a weather, who is a meteorologist. He was going off. He was going off on people, and I agree with them. They go, "Oh, kids are soft these days. <laughs> Why are they closing school?" He was, and Matt is a father of uh, of two. Listen to what he said yesterday on the news. I was like, "You go, Matty. Let's let me play this for you." Um, of course, Twitter is. Even Twitter is frozen in the <laughs> in, in the temperatures. Everything's oh, broke. Twitter's gosh. broke. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I have it for you now. Uh, listen to this. Here we go. This thing has kind of driven me nuts these last couple of days because there's been this pushback of, oh, kids are soft now. Back mm. in my day, we'd go to school. Don't we all just want kids to be safe? Yes. Who cares what you did when you were a kid? Exactly. Let's just all agree. Hey, let's make sure kids are safe. And if it's a little <laughs> bit of a pain in the butt for a couple of days, figuring out child care deal with that and make sure your kids are safe ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh yeah. i love matt matt gets all like like get off my lawn about certain things <laughs> and i love it i love that too because he's mild-mannered sometimes but that and he's a nice guy but that gets his uh pan, his well, <laughs> and he doesn't wear lot? panties but uh <laughs> that gets know. his underwear in a bunch all right good i don't know uh <laughs> Um, and then, like, he hates the lottery. Oh, the lottery gets him going. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, Maddie. Oh, but he's right. Yes. I am a little irritated, I've got to admit, whenever <laughs> I talk about the cold and someone will say, oh, you need to embrace this. And I just want to go, I have. Okay. I have. Yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is that it's freaking cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that. crying about it. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? Absolutely. And I'm with you. And look, I've made a career out of complaining about things. And I don't want to be I don't want to be a hypocrite. But you know what? I, 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 I mentioned this earlier. I had a ironically, I had a conversation with Eric Dayton yesterday. Eric Dayton, obviously, um, the owner of well, uh, Governor Dayton's son, uh, the owner of Asklov, uh, Asklov uh, Finlayson, uh, Bachelor Farmer Restaurant. You know, they, they created the North Hats. That's Eric. And yeah. he's the co-founder of the Great Northern. Anyway, he's also, he caused a, he caused some headlines last year when he was the one that was kind of pushing for, not kind of, he doesn't like the Skyways. He thinks the Skyways uh, hurt brick and mortar businesses on the street level. Anyway, and we can debate that until, and we have on the show, until the cows turn green. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's another day. But he he did say something interesting to me yesterday that I thought, hmm, he's like, you know, if you go to Colorado and you watch the weather reports or news reports, they they don't always lead with the doom and gloom and the irritation of of winter. They they lead with, hey, it's going to be great for this. You know, it's going to be. Yeah, it's not, It's going to snow. But, but uh, it's see. great for the skiers. And it's da, da, da. he goes, we sometimes just need to tweak a little bit our perspective on the weather and not just always lead with the complaining because then it kind of re we can't get mad at the East and the West coast for thinking that we're the tundra when that's all that we lead with. And I thought, wow, that is, that is a good point. It's just a shift in perspective. Now, Don, I agree with you. It does get irritating, but that did make me, it gave me pause, especially because I work in a news business of how, and we do, you know, it because it's it gets good ratings. Let's just be blunt. Weather equals good ratings for all of the stations. If you wonder, 
if you if you wonder why all of the news stations do a lot of weather, a it is a public service. It's a safety issue. It is a safety issue first and foremost. But let's tell let me tell you here's here's the no BS answer. All all of the stations that I've worked for, I've worked for four, I've worked for nine. Um, we do a lot of weather because people are interested in weather, and you see a ratings bump when there are big weather events because people want the information. But when Mr. Dayton said that, I thought, wow, that is interesting that, you know, we, we, we always lead with the bad aspects of weather instead of some, sometimes, I mean, obviously there's public safety things you have to report on, but sometimes don't be negative because you're reinforcing the stereotypes that you bitch about, that you hate people characterizing Minnesota as nothing but a tundra. Mm-hmm. Well, how can we blame people when that's what we, when we complain about that so much? So I don't know. Yeah, we're a tundra. Snow <laughs> cone for thought. Snow yeah. cone for thought. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I think about him a lot when I get ready to complain, or, well, or I said, here. well, and I said to him yesterday. I used the example. <clears throat> Again, I don't know quite how I feel on the whole Skyway thing, but I'll tell you, I was in Chicago in December, and then when I lived there for school, uh, weather doesn't stop the tourists from walking down the magnificent mile. Yeah, that's true. And I, I think about that all the time. I think, look at all those people. I think they, we need to restructure the first level of those buildings. That should be residential, um, maybe places that don't need the effort, maybe like a clinic, things like that. Yeah. And then all of the businesses should move up to the Skyway level. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting, Alexis. This has been city planning, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I but love I think the it's a good point. I love them. So. I know you do, yep. but I, I do I do appreciate and I do understand the impact that it has on street level brick and mortar. And again, I, I do. When I was walking around Chicago, I thought, look at these thousands of people that just they put on a coat, they put on uh, you know hats, and they go from store to store. I'm like, the weather isn't stopping them. So I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, there's good points on the either side. The skyways make Minneapolis, St. Paul, the Twin City is unique. Unique in a good way, though. In a, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 6.55. We're going to take a break. When we come back, our 7 at 7, Dawn and Alexis will have the dirt alert. And then uh, a best of birthday prank. So a fun 7 o'clock hour. So uh, warm your uh, warm yourself over a cozy fire. Don't get too close. Warm your buns. Uh, and warm your buns, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. It's a beautiful day.